Ancient law, contemporary blowback, a chase-the-rich approach to development. It's not just Puerto Rico that is mired in debt and sparing the rich at the expense of the poor. It's also New Haven. That Connecticut city is in a long, drawn-out fight with its very own colonial power, Yale. At issue is an 1834 state law that granted the university a special tax exemption. Because they serve the public good, private colleges, don't forget, are exempt from federal and state taxes, most of them, at the city level under that 1834 law, ostensibly because Yale trained priests for the local community was exempt from paying tax on some commercial properties. Now New Haven is dominated by Yale, a university, as well as a medical complex. Just like in Baltimore, it was Johns Hopkins. What these cities have in common is that manufacturing's declined and universities have expanded, while local officials encourage them because so-called eds and meds, colleges and hospitals, promise growth and jobs while doing good. They bring in federal and state dollars and they get tax breaks. But their success doesn't automatically translate into economic or social success for surrounding communities. Yale's budget is already bigger than many countries. Its endowment tops $23 billion. The college and its research complex are now New Haven's largest employer, but they're surrounded by poor and working class neighborhoods where unemployment is rife. Rates are, for African Americans and Latinos stand at between 18 and 20% just about double the rate of the city's white population. Hospital workers mostly earn low part-time wages. They're not members of unions. So what to do? Since taxing real estate and other property is the only form of municipal taxation allowed by state law in Connecticut, New Haven Mayor Tony Harp says that the city really does need to reconsider that 1834 exemption. She's up against the Ivy League and local businesses who've threatened that any change would be a disaster, leading to a loss in jobs, an end to research, and the eviction of the local symphony. Still, Harp and her colleagues are not backing down, and that is in part because they have the support of a community-led coalition of clergy, labor, progressive, and community groups. The economy's changed over 182 years, they say. The law needs to likewise. Watch this space for an anti-colonial movement against colonial corporations in our cities. What do you think?